Welcome to the Wild and Well podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Hilary Clare, a clinical psychologist, holistic parenting mentor with a focus on nutrition and environmental medicine, a yogi, author, and mom of two wild boys. Here, we will delve into the big and the little things that move the needle for children's health and mental wellness in a modern world that doesn't always make it easy to do so. Together, we can nurture resilient kids, vibrant mothers, and a brighter future for the planet and the next generation. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a really useful and simple strategy to help reduce sibling jealousy and those battles between siblings. So this is something that I absolutely love and I find so effective. And yes, my kids still don't always get along, even though we use this. It does absolutely help to reduce those battles and those disputes between them. So the strategy is having one-on-one time with each child. Because our kids, they want our attention, they want our love, and they want lots of it. And that's great. And that's normal. But sometimes that can be really hard to have when we have more than one child. So if we can just connect with them and spend some time one-on-one with them, we can reduce the unhelpful ways that they try to get our attention. So that means less sibling battles, less outbursts, less jealousy, less hitting of each other or poking each other or throwing Lego at each other or whatever that looks like in your house. I know in mine, it looks like um, unnecessary, like kicking sometimes. And it looks like just irritating each other to get a rise out of them and also to potentially get a rise out of me, depending on my mood and how patient I am being and how full my cup is. So this is something that I didn't prioritize when I had my second. I was just in that survival mode of being a mom of two living in Australia when my family is back in Canada. And yes, I built up a really good village here but I still didn't have the support that I think um, really helps you thrive. And so I did have a lot of time where I was with both kids or if my husband was home or we did have any support, any other people around us to help out, they would help by taking care of my eldest. And that was amazing. And that was so helpful. But I realized over really that first year of having two kids, my relationship with my youngest, you know, really developed and he needed me so much because, you know, he was a baby, but my relationship with my eldest, kind of, it grew apart a little bit. Like I, I really regret not fostering that more and having more one-on-one time with him. He developed an incredible bond with my husband over this time because I would have the baby and he would go with my, my eldest would go with my husband and when we'd ever do one-on-one time. And that was so lovely for them. But looking back, I realized that I really needed more of that time with him. 
and he needed that as well. So that's something that after that first nine months or year, I started to really recognize and put into place more intentional one-on-one time with him, which was great for our relationship. He really felt more of that unconditional love from me. We had more things that we did together, just the two of us. It was like inside personally moments, just the two of us. And that was great. But I also realize now as they're both getting older, that this is a brilliant, brilliant skill to use or strategy, I should say, to use to reduce that sibling rivalry and that jealousy, because I noticed it come up with mine, even though I do show them so much love and we have so many cuddles, they still want that. And they still are unconsciously assessing how much attention is the other one getting? And I want more. So what I do with this is every morning, I try to give them each a few minutes separately. So often one of them is awake before the other. So that makes it really easy to just get up with the one, you know, start making breakfast together or play or talk, have a cuddle for a couple minutes. And then by the time the second one's awake, that first one has already had their cup filled up with that time together. And then I'm able to give that attention to the other child. So whoever wakes up second, um, usually it's my youngest who wakes up second. So then, and he really wants those cuddles and that time together as well. So then I can, I can devote that time to him and my eldest isn't, um, isn't fussed by it because he already had some good times together before that. So I find doing this in the morning is so key to just setting up the day, setting them up, feeling like they have my attention. They know that they're loved and they don't have to worry that they're not getting enough um, as their sibling. I also find there's a couple other times in the day where this is really key. So on the days that they go to daycare and preschool, I find it really important at those times too. So right now I'm picking my eldest up earlier in the day and then we're getting a few things done and then picking up my youngest from daycare. And that time is so useful to really connect with my son and, you know, fill his cup up again with that affection, that love, that interest in his day and just doing something fun together. Even if it is just, you know, going to the shops and getting a few groceries or going to drop something in the mail, but it is really lovely to have that bonding time, just the two of us. It's really special. So then when we go and pick up my youngest and he's wanting all those cuddles and that attention from me, my oldest is is more able to tolerate it. Sometimes if we haven't had enough time together before that, he does still get quite, um, you know, he has more outbursts and, you know, more wild behavior at those times. But often enough, because we've had that really good time together, he can tolerate that I'm giving his brother, you know, kisses and cuddles and carrying him and things like that. So it is, I find it so helpful at those two times. And a third time is then we usually get home and then my husband gets home shortly after that. And at that time, they both want his attention. So at that time, it's hard to navigate for him to navigate having both of them, like just, you know, clambering at him and 
wanting all of his attention. So if I can take one for a moment and he can take the other and just have, you know, a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes with one and then be able to have that time with the other, it just, again, calms everybody down. Everybody is coming from a better place, including us as parents, because we're not having to deal with any or as many of those um, just that really hard behavior where they're trying to annoy each other or like they're vying for our attention. So it's really helpful to, for us to intentionally have that pattern of having those quick little bite-sized pieces of time together one-on-one throughout our day um, to just reduce those the sibling rivalries and let our kids really know that we're here for them. We were interested in their lives and to validate how they're feeling, whatever that might be. And saying this, this doesn't mean that my kids don't argue or don't fight or don't get on each other's nerves. They do every single day, something, you know, happens big or small, but it definitely takes that, um, the edge off of them. And we notice it on, those days where, you know, life gets busy and we kind of forget to prioritize that one-on-one time. We notice it if we've had a few days like that and it's life gets harder for everybody. So it's definitely a, a strategy that we get reminded of when we don't do it and we come back to, and yeah, it really works for our family. So I, would be interested to hear like if you are, if you are doing this as well, and if you are finding that it is helpful, um, you're always welcome to email me or come over to um, any of the social media platforms and let me know. I'd love to hear what your experience is of that. And if you use other strategies to reduce sibling rivalry between your kids, because this is my experience. And that doesn't mean that that's what's going to work for everybody and other families. So do what works for you. But that is definitely one of the key strategies that we use in our home. So I think we'll leave it at that for today. Just a quick little podcast episode this week, but such a key strategy to try to uh, use. Oh, and one thing I will mention with that before we go is I love using these little pockets of time in our day, you know, in the morning, in the later afternoon, then when my husband comes home, have those times, but it's also really, really valuable to have those longer one-on-one times together as well. And intentional ones that you can talk to your child about and get excited about. Like a friend of mine is having a Lego date with her five-year-old tomorrow when her younger kids, once they're asleep. So they've been talking about that for a few days and that's really exciting for them to like, know that they're going to have this like Lego date night together. And I think that that's a really lovely thing to do. So it's not just about having those moments in your day. That's more doable when life is really busy, but also if you can integrate some of those longer or like date nights, or if you just take one kid somewhere and your partner or parents or somebody else watches the other kids, it can be really, really nice to do an activity together. And that activity can be staying home and building Lego or doing a craft together one-on-one 
or it can be something bigger. Like on the weekend, I took my eldest to the local like treetops adventure climbing place with, um, cause it was one of his friend's birthdays. And we, you know, it was really nice to have that time together, just us and him and his friends, but, you know, driving there, talking about it at home and him knowing that it's just us going. And my husband took our youngest to uh, the park to go on play on the swings and do things like that, which was really, really nice for them as well. So this is something that can help reduce sibling rivalry by adding in, in little snippets and also doing on a more planned, intentional, like bigger scale. So we'll leave it at that for today. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wild and Well podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode and please share with like-minded mothers. A review wherever you listen to your podcast is greatly appreciated as it helps to get the show out to even more mothers and families. Together we can nurture thriving kids, vibrant moms, and a brighter future for the next generation. Disclaimer, the information in this podcast is intended as educational in nature and is for informational purposes only. It is not personal health advice or indicative of a therapeutic relationship, and it should not be used to prevent, diagnose, or treat health problems. If any of the information in this podcast resonates with you, consult a qualified healthcare practitioner to discuss what works best for you in your unique situation.